0: Welcome back to the Pals Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ricky Liorti.
1: And I'm Danielle
0: Galarno. And Denny, why don't you start first with a uh, guest. Uh, give us one highlight from your trip to New York, Boston, and the Hamptons.
1: Uh, Hamptons is the best place in this world. Different than Europe, different than anything else, but I understand the hype. It's a perfect mix of like relaxing, but then you still get to enjoy high-end meals and there's also like a nightlife and there's also it's just it, it encompasses everything you need but i also understand why people go and like mo- from new york city cuz like i got to new york after and it's like everyone's go 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 non-non-stop and like there's just people everywhere was like it's just empty and you're just walking around and it's just like calm that's fair and it was a great escape and i just feel like i needed that now i'm ready Summer's not over yet
0: I know I feel like we still got a good month of summer We left. still have some time Six weeks maybe
1: I, I like need something to look forward to again Like I just want something next But I still like I really want to enjoy the next couple of weeks in the city Seeing friends I feel like I haven't seen some people in a long time So like I think I just I saw like so many people on my birthday which was great But like I just want more one-on-one time with people To like just see them again catch up
0: Okay so, yeah, that's, that's good
1: How are you Rick?
0: Uh, I'm great <laughs> Great! I had a I had a very eventful weekend. Um, I got kind of two highlights. One, I'll talk about them quickly. The first is Mila and Frankie's wedding. That's DB's sister. Beautiful wedding. A beautiful start to finish. Amazing. They incorporated the Indian side, the Italian side. They did a lot of little things that I hadn't seen at a wedding before, like um, water painting portraits, things. Oh yeah, that's that was nice. really cool at the beginning during cocktail hour. They had samosas, which you know brings out her Indian side, which was really cool. Uh, so great wedding. Um again it's so nice to see friends and family and people you care about and people you haven't seen in a long time. So connected with some old friends and it was uh, it was a really good time. Another thing I wanted to talk about quickly was the Sam Smith concert. I and, have a lot of thoughts about that. Yeah, and without getting into too much detail, I kind of highlighted it on my TikTok, but the first like the first act, so the first third of the concert was so moving. Like it's an emotional part of the con- like concert. So many good songs and his voices I used to think his voice was top five I had ever seen live. I think it's top three to be honest now.
1: And like I, I, but I even said this to you before. Like his older music and is so great, and I loved it. But it is very different than his new music.
0: Yeah, and you know he's he's been around. I didn't realize he's been around for like ten years. So a lot of his newer stuff is a little bit different. It's more sexualized, whereas before it's more about like heartbreak and emotions. Uh, so, the first third was just moving. And the second third was good because it was a little bit more upbeat. He played Latch, he played Promises. So, oh, I, some of these songs that you just you forget like, that? like Latch. Latch was his. Like, Latch was yeah. like 2012, was 2011, 2010, right? Promises with Calvin Harris. Just, he was great. The last third on Moggle gets a little too sexualized for me, I think. Um, it was really cool to see. I think he's great. He's an amazing performer. Uh, just not, not my cup of tea, I think. Uh, okay, but,
1: rank it in your concerts.
0: Uh, that was the third best concert of the year for me.
1: What was your first? Okay, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes. Second,
0: Post Malone. And third, Sam Smith.
1: Amazing. Yeah,
0: so uh, really cool. Really glad I got to see him. I I went alone, like I told you, so that was cool. I gave the ticket, the spare ticket to a random person outside. Uh, so that was a good feel-good moment for me, too. Uh, and yeah, the person beside that I gave a ticket it didn't end up sitting beside me, which was funny. So there's like three girls looking to buy tickets, right? So I was like, girls, I have an extra ticket, you buy two, and I'll give you the, my third, and then you guys just figure it out. They figured it out, so. That's feel nice. Uh, but yeah, this week we had Alex, uh, goes by Distant Matter, he's a DJ producer, and just recent friend of the the podcast and myself.
1: I think you'll like hear it on the episode, but I feel like it's full circle from how you guys met, and like how like you guys became friends in such yeah. a sh- short period of time, and- yeah, it's just one now of those he's guys on the podcast. Yeah, it's
0: one of those guys that we met literally a week or two ago, and we just kind of hit it off, became good friends. We have a lot of similarities in the way we think about things, and our schooling, and you know, just some other things too. So uh we had a good time. Alex, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being one of the pals. And yeah, honestly, I'm not gonna get more into because we got into it, we that was that's a good episode yeah. of like who we are, what we're about, and like you know, we talked a lot about music and touring, but we also talked about different ideas and just had a kind of a, a good time on that. So.
1: So with that, let's fucking go.
0: Love that. Um, okay, so speaking, I was telling Danielle offline how we randomly met at Veld. And it was just like, we just had like a nice little bromance.
2: Yeah, it was a sick night. Yeah, keep, keep it close to your mouth. Sick, sick night. Yeah,
0: we did. Uh, so, Danny, I don't know if I told you the full night. Uh, we did Veld. And then after that, we went to Satrulo's to like just quickly have a couple drinks. Then we went to Myth.
1: Everyone just speak for a second. Hello.
2: Check.
1: Okay, yeah, we're good. Sorry, guys.
0: Yeah, we're good. We're fine. Yeah. We just have... Oh, let's just talk loud. Actually, do you go by Distant Matter or Alex when people talk to you?
2: Um, I go by Alex. Yeah. A lot of people call me Disty though. Disty. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: nice. Yeah. That's, that's a good cool cool nickname. nickname. Yeah, Disty. Kind of Wait, how'd you come up with Distant Matter though?
2: Um, my brother actually came up with the name like before it was even for music, and essentially he he was running like this like Instagram page called Distant Matter, and then I took it over in first year university. And then when I decided I wanted to do music, I was like, I need a name. And I had already been, like, running this page. And I'm like, why don't I just, like, turn this into... A music page. Yeah, and just, like, make it my name. And then we, like, attached a meaning to it after the fact. Um, Basically, it was, it was like, sound. Like, everything around us is, like, matter that we can, like, touch and feel. And, like, it's in our, like, close peripherals. Whereas, like, sound is, like, not like you actual matter it's yeah. like the distant matter so that's like the i guess like that the look is like heard. deep yeah it actually does when you like think about it. like i know you'd ex- you'd think like my music is like just super like freaking like spiritual spiritual and just like yeah i mean it's it kind of is but definitely but i
1: feel like that's what music does i yeah. feel like it's a mix of everything Well, you want to feel something when you're listening to music, so it is a bit deeper. But then you can also think like it's, it could be so superficial for other people.
0: I think the goal of music is to to make you feel something, whether it's whatever the intention of the song is. But as long as you feel something, yeah, and that's how you know you're listening to good music. Like, I went to the Sam Smith concert on uh, on Friday night, and the first like five songs, I think I almost cried. I was like so emotional. So I'm just like, man, this guy's one, his voice amazing, but two. When you hear him like sing, I'm just like, holy crap. Like, I, w- I literally want to cry right now. And that's what you want. Like, yeah,
2: that's a- the, that's, I, I agree. I mean, like, as long it like, that's like the hardest thing as an artist is like when you're making music, you're like, is this good? Is this like, are people going to like this? But then I guess like my litmus test for like, if I know, if I want to release something is like, when I'm making it, if I feel something, then I know that like someone else is going to feel something. And if, if they don't, it doesn't really matter because I'm not making it for them. I'm putting it out there as like a way to just like express myself and in hopes that other people like it. But, you know, you can't control that. So, well,
0: Have you ever had a song that you absolutely loved and like nobody else liked?
2: Yeah. And I've also had songs that I absolutely hate that everyone loves. That's fair.
0: Wasn't it um, Eric Pride's Hates Call on Me? I don't know if this is a real story. Or if I just someone told me, and I've told so many people this exact story, that it's become real in my mind. But someone wants some of that. Eric Price like hates call on me. And so it's many, like, and yeah. It's a fucking banger. Or like, uh, what's the song? Chainsmokers' "Selfie." They hate "Selfie."
1: I mean, it's debatable, yeah.
0: And it's like that's the song that made them like mega famous. Yeah. There's
1: a lot of songs out there I find that are not. I wouldn't say it's the artist's best song, but I do think it might be the best in terms of, like, it hits on the charts really well. Like there's been some of Drake songs that I listen to. I'm like, hey, this is not a good song. Like some of his are way better, but they do like well Kiki. for the overall. Yes, for like the overall. Or like, what was that other one? Um, oh my god, I'm missing it. Oh, it's gonna come to me soon. Oh, started from the bottom. Like that is not one of his best songs.
0: Well, it's also now with the internet, right? Like the, in the internet day and age, I guess you can say it now. Like if a song goes viral, boom, it's back on the charts. Like, mm-hmm. look at uh, Miguel's song. That, was, yeah. that song came out 13 years ago. It went viral on TikTok with a dance, and then it came back onto the Billboard Top 100 at, like, number seven or something. Yeah. Well, 13 years it's later. It's, like,
1: crazy because my younger sister, she's listening to all these songs that we listened to growing up, and it's all because of TikTok. And she's never heard them. Well, now she, like, she, like she listens to all kinds of music, but, what? like, there's some songs that, like, she wouldn't have listened to if it wasn't for TikTok. A
0: Fleetwood Mac. What's that song? Oh. Uh, the song I was Dreams. Is like, it Dreams? Yeah. When that guy's skateboarding. With yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that song. Remember, most people on TikTok are not most. You know, a good population of the TikTok population has never heard that song before. Yeah. Because they're under the age of thirty, and that song's thirty years old. So true. Which is wild.
1: Okay, but bring it back to how you guys met. I know I cut you guys off there before.
0: Um. Yeah, we were at Veld. We were just in the uh, like whatever the artist area, and we we're just like both standing there. There's like kind of like. Everybody's mingling. Everybody's, like, having a good time. And everyone is usually... But you know,
2: you know, like, uh, Eric Henrique, Henriquez. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, like, he... like, Because I went and said hi to him. Yeah. And, like, you were there. And he introduced me to you. And that's, like, our first initial interaction. But there wasn't that many people in the Art of No, we like, were just was, showing. Was like, like, a, it was, like, a small community. And everyone knew each other. Yeah,
0: and then, like, a bunch of people were on stage. And, like... I, and this sounds so bratty. But I'd rather watch a DJ or like my friend's DJ from the crowd or from like the VIP area that's back there or like on the other side of the stage I completely agree instead of the side stage okay I understand the side stage is cool and whatever and you get your pictures and videos and fuck yeah cool great but after five minutes I'm like this angle sucks dude, I can't see them I, I can't see the the graphics I like, when the fireworks come or the, like the pyro comes I don't get to see shit
2: dude I totally agree and it's also I find it so annoying like sometimes when like My friends will ask, like, oh, like, can I come backstage with you? It's like, why don't you just like watch it from the fucking crowd, front row? And like, the
1: performance is meant for the crowd. So it's going to be a better performance when you're watching it from that view, that angle.
2: And like, I get it. You want your own space. Like, you want, like, there's, there's like, I could get you VIP. Like, it's like, why is backstage such a flex? Like, it's
0: okay. Like, sometimes I get it. You know, you're in a nightclub and you want to be in like the VIP, like, DJ booth. Okay. I'm all for it. I get it. And then the nightclub is different because it's crowded. But when we went to uh thing, we just had regular VIP wristbands, right? And I went with my buddy Cicurlo, and he hooked it up. He used to work at Inc. The whole nine yards. Um, for me, I didn't care to be backstage VIP. I, I don't care. For me, I just hey, I'm there to listen, have some fun. I love loud luxury. That's like my music too. Like you know, mash up house music kind of shit. It's That's yeah. my jam. So we're in the VIPs. Like, hey, we're gonna go backstage. I was like, cool. So he's like sorting it out, sorting out like he's sorting out, saying like a good like thirty minutes at this point. And I'm just like, yo, let's just go back to the VP. Like, I'll buy the next round, who cares? He's like, No, it's it's all it's like it's good, don't worry. But then you wait a little bit and then you go back there and it's exactly what it is. You say hi. Okay, then after five minutes, you go on stage and you know, there's like a hundred of us in this little tiny area, the size of my condo you on the side You can't even of the stage. hear the music or like really see it. anything. Okay, and it's cool you're there, but then I'm like, Yo, let's go back out front. And he's like, No, man, like just kill. I'm like, Okay, fuck, I might as well just go to the, the artist area, at least I like, get at least I drink for free. Like yeah. I, I just yeah. I spent majority of their show of like the set in the artist area and then again not let us because like at yeah. that point it was just I think like me you and a handful of people in that room. Yeah, yeah. It's so like Timmy Trumpet or something just got off. So he him and his like little crew left or Sophie Tucker. Or yeah, yeah. So me and him are just standing there telling I'm just drinking. He's not you're not a drinker. And I'm just like standing there drinking, we're just shooting the shit. Next thing you know, the boys come off and then everyone's like sorting out where they're gonna go. Me, him and Satrulo end up going back to Satrulo's. And he had a private driver Which was fucking clutch Holy Yeah fuck. Getting out of that place Would oh, have been a That nightmare. was Bobby we love you for that um, So we get out We had up going to Sotruel just like cha- He wanted to change Freshen up We had a couple drinks And then we went to Myth And like For like a random Low key dinner And like We weren't even supposed To go to dinner We sat down There was just all this Extra food that they Kept bringing out So okay We ate a little And then we did Paris, <laughs> Texas And that's Yeah That's when had, yeah had fun that's when the night got pretty funny. Anyways, yeah, that's, and that's how we met. We just became boys. We've been texting back and forth like every day now. And then we had, the, so we were supposed to have Young Gravy today. And it, he just got tied up with some other stuff. So I'm texting him. I'm like, yo, Alex, I know you're in Muskoka. Like, what are you doing tomorrow? He's like, nothing. Well. I'm like, okay, you're coming on the podcast.
1: And like, thank God you are. I was away and I booked it. Like, I, my family did like a road trip. So they were driving back today. And I was like, hey, I'm going to fly home for this podcast. So I like, got my flight. It was like expensive from New York. Yeah.
2: And, and then, it would have just been a waste.
1: I was just like, I pray. I was like, Hey, Rick, if you don't get anyone, like, I'm like messaging anyone I know because we're getting someone on this podcast no, today. Because i like, and it worked
0: out so perfect. Like, she's messaging. She's like, What are you gonna do? I was like, Give me literally 30 seconds, and you're the first because we even talked about. I'm like, Yeah, I'll get you on the pod when you're back. Yeah. And then it worked out. And then you probably he's from New York. Oh, really? Well, not from New York, but you
2: kind of no L A. Well, yeah, I live in L A. Yeah, yeah. Sorry,
0: you were in New York recently.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, in in Toronto every month or so like every other month so are like you a from bit. toronto i uh, born in toronto yeah born
1: in toronto
0: live in la
2: what yeah. part of toronto originally uh Forest Hill.
0: okay what yeah. high school
2: did you go to Forest Hill.
0: Forest Hill. we talked about this yeah <laughs> I, I, as soon as you said i'm like yeah we talked about this yeah no but uh and then we also talked about you played the brooklyn mirage show didn't you yeah how was that
2: it was really sick
0: see that's a show we should have went out for that yes. we should have went to new york that weekend
2: that was a dope show it was a really fun time
0: but was it weren't the subways like not working or something yeah How, so how'd you get there so okay yeah so, so, <laughs> so the whole day <laughs>
2: um so yeah i like went alone like just like for the weekend and then um i met up with this guy that i got connected with like to take photos and he like followed me around the whole day and we just like had fun like got pizza and like That's it's fine. my set was at like i think four thirty, and it's like 3 and we're like eating and like not even paying attention and then like we realized like holy shit like we got to get going and then we like tried to see how long an uber would take it was like 45 minutes so we're like okay like we got a subway and then we start subwaying and we get to like a certain stop like the subway stop and then we like essentially are like fuck like the subways aren't going past like out of manhattan like they're like they're servicing it or whatever so we fucking just get on these like city bikes and just start biking to the venue from like, it took us like thirty minutes and we got there like literally like five minutes before the set, sweating my ass off like sweating Grossly and then like like, like in July too yeah right? and, like you can't just like, just, like leave like your you can't either. just like leave like your the city bike like anywhere like you have to like leave it at a station so yeah. we like found the closest station and then even that was like a ten minute run, to the venue so we were like sprinting and I'm like literally like. And this is like a bigger show for you too. It's not like some, yeah. It's
0: not like you're playing some random like backyard party. Or no, Muskoka or something.
2: Definitely like one of the like. It, it's it's more like a bucket list show because it's like Brooklyn you know Mirage. like it's the Brooklyn Mirage. It's it's a it's a venue that every DJ like wants to play, and um, I'm super grateful that I got to be part of that and play that. It was really fun and ended up working out. I got there like five minutes before the set, which is like I should have been there a little bit earlier to like leave a good impression, but that was the best i could do and yeah i mean i, r- I ripped for- my set and had it's like a like, an awesome night after and yeah. that's what it
0: was like for the plot stores you know like yeah it just made the story. and you had your you had your like videographer photographer, videoing guy. the whole time yeah
2: so like it makes for good content yeah like we're we're dropping like a vlog for the whole like weekend i think next week or like the week after and it's it's gonna be like really funny just, and how'd you find this guy um one of my buddies in la just like Like he saw that I was playing and he's like, yo, you should link up with this guy and I'm like, perfect. Like, I need someone to link up with and that, see, that's what I love about like, just like, I guess it's like the law of attraction. Like what you put out is like what you attract and like, you know, he saw that I was doing that show. Like I got connected through one person to another. It's just like a whole thing. And He's a fucking dope dude and definitely will be working with him again.
0: Let me ask you this and Danny, me and you have talked about this numerous times. Do you find that you just, you find that good things happen to you? You get lucky? Do you find that?
2: Yeah, I feel like it's like the more you just like put out like good energy and like good vibes into the universe and put yourself out there, like it's like calculated luck. Like the more you just, the more you do, the more See, I told things you we're happen. fucking similar,
0: right? Like I didn't know you were gonna say that, but that's like basically my exact answer. I would say yeah. too. Like I just find myself, I get fucking lucky sometimes. I'm just I also
2: like my philosophy on like just I like I love to just say yes to things, like like you asked me if you had like, I I honestly, I would go to Ibiza this weekend. You asked me to come to Ibiza this weekend. Like I would go, but like, I just came off a trip and I have a song coming out this weekend. So it's like bad timing, but like any other weekend, like you could ask me and I'm like, I say yes. And it's like, that's also, I think contributes to like the luck thing It's like the more you just say yes to things and say yes to life, the more like things happen. Like I could have just left after my set. Like I've, I've seen loud luxury perform a bunch of times. Like I, I like, don't need to go and watch like a, a music festival like I don't need to be there but like I chose to be there and like I chose to like stay around we ended up meeting met a new friend like it's like a whole it's you just gotta like say yes to things we become it's, like, like friends we're not like yeah. fringe
0: friends either but this is like yo like, yeah oh, like we've, we've been texting almost like every fucking day
2: now yeah
0: we have like a little bromance here man it's crazy this is, this is the boy right this here is, maybe. like <laughs> man I told you it just randomly happened I, I leave th- for a week and it's like, oh. Oh, yeah, because Danny's been gone this whole week. So she doesn't even, like, basically any of the stories. So she's hearing this for the first time. Damn. But, yeah. so went to Paris, we, And we went to Paris, Texas after. And, like, we had a really good time. And then we've got, we're not going to talk about it on air, but, like, we've got a lot of, like, similarities and other things to that. You know, we're, we, we text each other. I'm like, yo, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> like, screen recording
2: shit. I'm like, yo, what do you think? We're not going to go there.
0: Yeah, we're not going there.
2: <laughs> well,
0: that's nice. Well, Dan, yeah. dude, like, don't you ever have? I think I feel like girls have that so much more than guys do, where girls would go out and meet like a new girl and become best friends instantly, like in the bathroom at a club.
1: Yeah, I feel like when I was younger, maybe a bit more, not so much you, anymore.
2: You're younger though. Yeah.
0: What are you? 23? 23? Yeah, 23. Yeah. yeah okay. So. Yeah.
2: Holy fuck! I'm, I'm old then.
1: Yeah, you're 10 years older.
2: But I've I've I'm always not. found like I'm always I'm always the youngest around. Like I've always hang from like. I was, from the time I was really, really young, I was always hanging out with, like, older people because I had two older brothers, and they had a lot of friends that were always, like, prevalent in my life, and I became friends with them, and, like, I was always just, like, the youngest in in, in any, like, situation. Like, I always feel like growing up, I was always, like, in grade nine, I was friends with a lot of the grade twelves. In university, when I was in first year, I was, like, friends with a lot of the fourth years, and, like, good friends. Like, those were, like, the people that I, I hung around a lot. So what'd you
0: do when they graduated though?
2: I had to befriend my age. You had to go make new uh, friends. Yeah, pretty much.
0: You're, you're in second, you're making friends of fourth year, third year, <laughs> making friends of fourth year. So but but no,
2: I think by the time that like, when I got to like third and fourth year and like all the old, my older friends were like graduated, like I kind of, ta- I like was kind of checked out of university. And also in my fourth year was like COVID year, the first year of COVID. So like, Honestly, by third year, I was, like, sick of university. I'm, like, I want to drop out and, like, just pursue music full time. But I, like, stuck it through. And I'm, like, okay. Like, I'm just going to finish what I started because, like, I'm that already, like, yeah. I'm already, and I'm already, like, three years in. And, like, you know, why not just, like, spend another one year just What's fucking. one more year? Exactly. So, like, I was already kind of checked out in that, in that respect. And, like, in fourth year, I literally was in Toronto because it was the COVID year. And all my friends were, like, partying, fucking, like, living it up in, Like this quarantined little fucking university town and i like wanted nothing to do with it like absolutely nothing to do with it i just wanted to like sit in my studio and just focus on music and like i like was cringed at the fact of like partying like it's also a good
1: opportunity for you to be able to like you were doing virtual school so it's like you had all that extra time on your hands without all like the social aspects because when you're in like what school did you go to western i was waiting for that Like okay like really like we all went to western like really similar like <laughs> it just I keeps adding you. and adding I
0: told you the only difference is he doesn't drink I don't. actually did you drink at Western or no
2: I drank at Western and like honestly in like first and second year was like heavy like drinker and then like kind of like eased out by the time I was like in fourth year wasn't drinking as much and then yeah
0: now do you not drink at all now or just at like, all yeah at I'm all. like
2: I'm sober like six months now
0: Wow. Yeah. Good
2: for you. And I, I honestly don't think I'll ever drink again. Like I'm like, so, and I'm it honestly happened like by a fluke. Drink? No, like it honestly happened by fluke. I uh, her- had a herniated disc in my back like about a year ago. Shit, I didn't know that. Um, don't really know how it happened. I think just my lifestyle. And then I like did something at the gym that like, tr- like triggered it. And then it just got like worse over time. And then Mar like January of this year it was got like really fucking bad. And like, I could barely walk for like a few weeks and like, it was just like, Really fucking painful, and it was the like the lowest of lows I've ever been in, and like was also like going through a breakup at that time. So like the physical health that also plays on your mental was like already bad. Plus like the mental health that plays on your mental. Oh man, so it was fucking, like the worst of worst. And
0: it's, and it's dark in January. It's fucking oh, miserable. and, and I and, and I was
2: like I was like I'm like came back to Toronto because I like it was getting too expensive to treat it in LA, and um yeah. So honestly, I'm super grateful for the injury because. I've made a lot of like really healthy lifestyle choices now that I'm like really happy about. Um, But yeah, like I was in the lowest of lows, and I'm like I can't I can't drink. Like if I drink, it's just gonna make it worse. So I'm like okay, I'm not gonna drink for a little bit. Month goes by, two months goes by. I'm like starting to get a little bit better with my back. I'm doing like I did this like cortisone shot in the spine. It made it a lot better. And I'm like stretching every day. I'm doing physio and like I'm like okay, not drinking is like really helping me. I'm like really clear-headed. I have a lot more energy. And I'm like you know what, fuck it, like. I'm just going to ride it out and see how long I can go. And now I'm like at the point where I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm like, I am I love the sober life. And I like never re- like by like third and fourth year, I was already like not really that into drinking. So it was like kind of easy for me to just continue this. And so now there wasn't I'm,
1: like, like a big other than like the injury. There wasn't any like big thing associated with drinking, which made you stop.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's like. I'm like
1: kind of like this. <laughs>
2: yeah you could use a break right now (laughs) Danny. no but like i love like i love being around like my friends that are drinking like i can still have fun like we had the most fun and like you would never be able to tell that i'm like sober yeah you know like i like i feel like also when i drink sparkling water because i'm like so conditioned that like sparkling water with vodka like makes you feel drunk whenever i drink sparkling water i like get that energy and like
0: it's also when you're like out and about at a club like and you have everybody's dancing on the couch. You yeah, get up and dance on the couch. Too, yeah, right? you're just—it's the vibe. Like, remember? So I—I—I I, I didn't drink for a month, and like we still went out and like I ordered fucking mocktails. Yeah, because like one, I just felt bad. Like, what do you like? Do you ever feel bad when you go to the bar and you get a good seat at the bar and you're like, uh, can I get a water? Like, <laughs> hey, give me a fucking mocktail. I gotta spend a little bit of money because I feel bad for this poor server who's about to serve me, and I'm my bill's gonna be three dollars for the totally. six hours I was there. Right? Yeah, totally. Remember that? Like when we went to uh, Ruby Soho that yeah, one Thursday. Yeah, there. Like you know Ruby Soho yeah, yeah, yeah So we're sitting Right on King Street Like we're on like The patio spot Right on King Street Like there's only Three tables there And we have one of them So we sit down She gets a drink I get a water We order nachos and chips Nachos and chips Are done in 20 minutes I don't really want to eat We've already had dinner 20
1: minutes You mean like five Yeah
0: five minutes So the server comes back She's still like Nursing her drink But it's been like, We weren't going out to go out. Like, I was yeah, like having we, one drink
1: Like we we just casually to, sipping yeah. yeah It was after the People watching
0: and, Yeah and I'm like, th- in my head, I'm like, our bill's like not even $25. And we've been here for at least 30 minutes. And this is like a prime placement. I yeah. Was like, I'll take a mocktail. She's like,
2: Shirley mocktail. temples go hard, bro. Yeah. Well, no, I got and it kind of brings really- you back to your childhood. Like I would always order Shirley temples like in Cancun or like w- when I'm like away with my parents. Like
0: my, you know what my
2: Shirley temple,
0: what it reminds me of on the way back from Muskoka, there was a Montana's oh. where, like one of those like rib places. And we'd always get racks of ribs and i'd always get a Shirley Temple.
1: You keep talking about Muskoka. Thought you hated no, it. No, Mussega. This was Mussega. Oh, you said Muskoka. Did I? Yeah. I met
0: Mussega. I'd actually never minded with Mussega when i was a kid. Um where were we before we went on the snow drinking thing? Veld. I don't Veld. That's how we met. And you played
2: Veld? Yeah. How was that? Really fun. First like That's Toronto probably going to be then. your biggest show, right? Yeah, but like also like first Toronto Festival, that was like the first festival i ever attended as like okay. a music fan and like I have like videos of me like in the crowd just like fucking going crazy and like that like sparked my interest for wanting to become like a dj and yeah it's just crazy to like look back and then now i'm like on stage like performing it's just crazy full circle
1: sorry i'm gonna like just back it up for a second so when did you start getting into music like when was like the initial
2: so i had i've always like played piano like since I was like really young, like I was like, we had a piano in my house growing up. So I was like self-taught. My parents would like come down and I would like, had I had learned like Elton John just like by ear when I was like five, six years old. And like my parents like tried to make me take lessons. I like really refused it and I never really took it seriously, but always like had that ear for like melody and like just able to like listen to something and be able to play it. And um. Then in like high school, I would like fuck around with like making like rap beats and like I would rap over them with like my my boys and like make like little parody raps, like would like you take them in the
0: next like little dicky or something. Like literally, that.
2: like I like and I and then there was like a phase where I like actually wanted to become a rapper, like in like middle school, like I'm talking like grade seven, grade eight, like really really young, and then like nothing really happened with it. Like, That's like it, not it even was a decade ago for you. Yeah, it was like literally just like it's just fun with the boys, just like at lunch, like they would like, everyone. My house was like the place to go for lunch. Like I would, we would, we would, it was like a two minute walk from school. So me and my friends would always come over for lunch and like, I would like show them my like little raps and like incorporate them into the raps, like with the rhyming and stuff. And it was just hilarious. And then nothing really happened with that, but I was like well versed, like in like garage band and like logic and able to like. Were were any of them like
0: even half decent? No. Do
2: you have any of them still? uh, I could probably like find them at some, uh, I'll, I'm, I'll look for them, but.
0: They were just going to get a random like voice note or something.
2: Just like like terrible, just like fucking like whatever. And then um and then in university, I like wanted to do something creative. I wanted to start like a clothing line. I had this like distant matter like Instagram page that I was like running. I still love that by the way. Yeah. That this distant matter thing, like you knew
0: it was it was just like a concept in your mind. You didn't know what it was gonna turn yeah. into. But you just love the idea of it.
2: And <laughs> so and so and like Also, like, my brother who started it is also, like, a huge inspiration for me and, like, has influenced a lot of, like, my taste in music. And when I was, like, really young, I was, like, a really bad kid and, like, always causing trouble. And my parents did not know what to do with me. And there was a phase, like, maybe grade six, grade five, grade six, where, like, my brother would have to, like, intervene and, like, take me out on drives and, like, take me out for food because my parents, like, just couldn't deal with me. Like, I was just picking on my little brother, causing shit around the house. Like, really fucking bad kid. Like, I was a crazy child and during these like drives and these like outings with my older brother like he would play like penguin Prism prison prison and like rack and like like all these like old like like indie electronic artists that like sorry have of, you ever like, heard the, of them I'll of like the 26 20 like 14 2015 like maybe even 2013 like era of music um and like that like really like Justice, you guys know Justice, oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. that like kind of realm, like that like grungy sort of like indie electronic scene. Yeah, and like I was like, that like kind of like started my music taste and like I really, like I was really like interested in that sort of like genre of music. And then when, so yeah, and then my brother started the page and then I took over the page and then it was called Distant Matter and then wanted to do something creative third-year rolls around or, like, second-year rolls around. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm just going to, like, learn how to make music because, like, why not just for fun? Like, actually learn how to, like, produce. And then I, like, fell in love with it. Next thing you know, I'm like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so it was just, like, kind of like a full circle. Like, my brother started that Instagram page. We kind of collaborated on that. He started the name. And then he was also, like, a huge influence to, like, my early days of, like, getting into music. So yeah, it all kind of just like came together naturally. And it's, 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 yeah, it's, this it is cool such story. a nice, like full circle, like wholesome yeah. moment. Yeah.
0: Like you also like quit drinking, which is nice and wholesome. Like family. It's also nice that family's involved. Yeah. Like yeah. even like
1: if it's from like the beginning, like obviously the music's all you, but just the creative aspect of, just how even like that Instagram page started. Yeah. Or like even how you brought it back to like when you were a kid, like how you were a bad kid mm-hmm. and your brother's the one who helped you. But then now that's all influencing your music and like for how sure. you're like bringing that on.
2: Yeah, no, I'm super grateful for, for him. And like, we're all like all of our brother. We have I have four brothers or oh, wow. three brothers, four of us. And like, we're all super close. And like, we all kind of like feed off each other. And yeah, it's awesome. Like it's, it's what a What program great... did you do at Western? I was in BMOS. Okay. I'm like majored in like consumer behavior. It was uh, I don't, I I definitely did learn a lot. Like I, uh, I feel like people say like, oh, I didn't learn shit in university. I feel like I learned actually. I switched a lot about branding. I switched
1: like, careers, so I could have done any program at Western at this point. I was in kin. I'm an accountant now. So I, I like I basically redid a whole undergrad. Damn, after. that's like two opposite sides So sizes like I wish spectrum. I did BMOS, but yeah.
0: Do you know what I wish I did BMOS too? I did MIT, and I think it's the most useless program ever ever and i can confidently say that Karl marx like our whole program's built off Karl marx and i still couldn't tell you what the fuck he did i cannot tell you the pillars of marxism and like nor did i care
2: dude the school system's just so fucked
0: like i learned more about marketing and like comms and and pr and all that stuff in my one year of college which was less than eight months if you think about it than i did in my entire four years at western well
1: i did and you did the same I program. i did the same program and i learned so much in that year because that's when i was going more into like the sports and events side of things learned everything in that year and it's all experience but then again i've also learned more switching careers during covid and becoming an accountant going back to school part-time and i actually i don't know if it's because i'm older now and I'm actually paying attention and actually wanting to learn.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what it is. But
1: like my accounting classes, like there's some of them that are bullshit. I don't care about. And then the other ones, I'm like, oh, these is, this is actually helpful. And this is how I can tie this into work.
0: And sorry, this kind of tied it back to school. Did you take any programs at Western on music production? Like, um, how did you dude, like? I honestly, you said you were like trying to actually learn to make music. Yeah. How did you actually So I learn? like
2: took an online course um, outside of school. That was like an eight week program. It was like very specialized, like one-on-one teaching and like small classes. And I did that during school. So I took less classes at school. Okay. And like that semester that I took that course, I took less classes and like piled them up on the second semester. And then I also did like a couple classes online at like Berkeley for like sp- specialized like in like vocal production and like mixing. Which are like two different kind of like separate realms of like music production, and I think between like those three sort of courses, I like really learned like the basics and like the rules, and then I like now I'm able to know like how to break them because I feel like when you just follow like the rules and follow like how everything, your like music doesn't really have life to it. Or you're just gonna make the same stuff that everybody else. Exactly, doing. it's like. I I needed to learn the rules so I know how to break them and like now I'm like able to kind of create my own sound based on like what I've like learned in the early stages
0: well what do you think is your greatest strength then like is it the music production is it the vocal editing or is I, I don't I don't I'm a normal person I don't know much about music like I love music.
1: you said that though I'm a normal person. Well, like I don't know what other
0: aspects to making music are. That was like, okay, you make the beats. You do it's like, fuck around with the vocals and there's like, the there's like drum boom. production. There's like so, harmony yeah, like,
2: production. There's melody. There's <laughs> yeah, there like, so, mixing, mastering. There's vocal production. There's like lyric writing. There's um, yeah, see I would have like said did you so, do it all. Yeah, like I I do pretty much everything. But whenever I'm like working with another like artist that's, like, a featuring singer we will work together on, like, the lyrics and melody. But, like, in terms of everything, like, production-wise, it's all me, like, from drums to, like, the, the pianos to the synths.
0: So, yeah, what do you think is your, big, your biggest strength?
2: I would say, like, like... One specific thing. Just, like, songwriting. Okay. Like, I would say, like, building, like, chords and, like, melodies and then, okay. like, actually like writing lyrics with other people like i would say like so, like actually like making like a song that like makes you feel something like that i feel like that's my strength because i started on the piano and now like merging that like world from like piano to like the computer i feel like you got to have a song first and then you produce it out if does that make sense like you have to have like an actual song first like a song that you can just play acoustically on piano you can sing it, you can sing the melodies, and like you'll be able to feel something, and then you bring it to the DAW, and you build it out, and you produce yeah. it out. You can you produce can it, it out a million different ways, but if you don't have a song first, no one's going to fucking feel anything, because it's just going to sound like a an electronic song that, like, it's just noises. Like,
0: But do you think most people do it your way, or do they do it the other way, where they slowly build a beat, and then from a beat, they build... You know, another layer and another layer. They get a I feel kind like, of a hymn yeah. and a hymn. They get a, some words. And then, because like I, I even watched, and we've had so many musicians on this podcast, like at least, I don't know, 30. And a lot of them say, like, when they go into their writing, what do they call me, in writing camps? Yeah. So they'll walk into a room with five other people and they'll yeah. bring in, you know, an idea. It's not a song, but yeah. it's like a beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and a spark. Got these three beats and they've got, you know, a word that's like attached to these beats. Yeah. And then they build it out from there. Where it's like, I feel like you're almost... Yeah. You're going more as, like, I have a, a theme of a full song. Let's build out this theme. Now. So,
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, in terms of my strength, that's my strength. But, like, in terms of process, it's very different. Like, there are times where I'll write a full song on my piano, and then I'll bring it into the DAW, build so it what's out. Like the DAW? Like, mean, like, digital, auto, like, oh, workstation, sorry. like, your, like, digital Logic or, or GarageBand. I use Ableton, so I'll bring it into Ableton. like Like, a, a full, like, song maybe the lyrics aren't written, but like the chords and like the rough melodies are there and I'll bring that into Ableton and then produce it out. And then I'll bring that into a writing camp with like other singers and writers. Cause like I love working with other writers. I think that's like where my synergy lies, like in terms of my greatest strength versus like when I'm collaborating with people, I thrive in like a writing session. So I'll, that's like one way I can do it. But also there's like times where like, I have this folder on my computer called Scooby Snacks, which are just like those little like tiny ideas. I'll bring like a Scooby Snack into like a a writing session that's like literally just like an eight bar loop of like maybe drums and like a couple little like chords and maybe like a, a lead melody that's like a synth and like we'll build it up from there. Like so it can kind of vary based on how I'm feeling, but I think for the most part it's like I'm coming up with like a lyrical idea with a song. Bring that into the Ableton, build out the beat, and then I'll take that beat to a writing session with that like rough song idea. Makes sense. You know?
0: Yeah. It's
1: also dependent on like who you're working with too. For sure. And I feel like every like song probably maybe has a different process yeah
2: and and i mean i think it's like there's beauty in that like i feel like having the same process each time for a song just becomes like robotic oh it'd be terrible and like i find i love to i'm a big believer that like art imitates life and like if you're having the same process every single time like it's gonna sound robotic whereas like if you're spontaneous and you're just like letting things like flow naturally based on like how things evolve like organically like you'll you the song will feel different because maybe that process has never been done before or like,
0: well, the thing is too, with like with music, you can take that same Scooby stack and bring it to a, into a session with, you know, artist a, B and C and come up with, you know, this song that sounds like, I don't know one, you can bring it into a different session with three different people. And it's a completely different song. Exactly. Even though it yeah. started with those same eight beats or those same eight, eight chords, whatever. Yeah. It's just the emotion and the direction that you can yeah. take. In music, it's it's infinite. For right? sure. There's, you know, even, you, there's no two, well, I guess there's obviously two songs that do sound the exact same, but, like, there are so many different ways you can make a song and so many For different sure. sounds that it's literally infinite.
2: And that's why, like, I feel like everyone's got their own, like, personal background that they come from, like, their own life experiences, and when you get into that vulnerable state of, like, really just, like, pouring out, like, being a vessel for creativity and like making something tangible that like doesn't exist beforehand your life experiences that everyone has unique ones like different ones those life experience will like influence like what comes out so there's like obviously millions of possibilities but also millions of different life experience that everyone's gone through so it's like just a fucking quantum realm of just probability like there's just so much you could wake up in the morning make a song in the morning and then make that same song like at night and it'll be different just based on like your mood you know it's so crazy it's a that's what like it's like it's a diary of your life like every song i make i want it to be like a diary of like like a digital audio diary like you know it's just
1: okay question we've actually asked this question before but do you write songs better when you're like in a good place in your life or when you're in a bad place?
2: It's tough because when I'm in a bad place, I like don't want to create at all. Like I'm like, I fucking like it's, and like, I need to get better at like creating when I'm down because whenever I do create, when I'm down, I always do end up coming with something like super emotional, but it's always on the sad side. Whereas like my music is more like, happy, good vibes, and, yeah, I don't know, it's, like...
1: No, I think that's so on brand, like, especially when we've, like, asked this question before, it's, like, the people... Who was it?
0: Peter Takis. Do you know Takis? Yeah, I've, I've heard so of him So we've before. had him on the podcast. But it's just, like,
1: th- we've had a couple other people, too, like, a, I'm pretty even, like, sure, like, it was, like, Preston Pablo and other people, but they've come on, and it depends on the genre of music, and yeah. everyone has a different answer, like, or you, it was when someone has, like, more of, like, a slower, sadder mm-hmm. songs... Or when they just went do this massive breakup. Yeah. But they it's, wrote better songs. It's funny because you
0: can still write a song and produce a song that is a feel good, happy song that is lyrically sad. For sure. Like uh, the best example, I was thinking about this the other day, Chemical by Post Malone. Like I listen to that song and I'm bopping my fucking head back yeah. and forth. And I normally don't listen to the words. I mm-hmm. just sing along, but I don't actually listen to what they're saying. Yeah. And then I was listening to the song Chemical and I was like, this is the most toxic song I've ever fucking heard. Yeah. But it puts the biggest smile on my face every time I hear it. I'm like, wow, this song's great. But, you know, b- songs basically, uh, this person was like a drug to them and really bad. And it was a chemical. And, yeah. Know, this fucking shit's fucked. And meanwhile, I'm like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. you know, fucking with the biggest smile on my face. So I guess it all depends. Yeah. Because again, you could write a song out of a sad or a dark place, but someone else can, it can mean something happy to someone else. Just so For it's like, sure. You know, like when a, when a good thing ends, you know, you write that in in a sad or like a meaningful like a yeah. dark place. But someone hears that, it's like, yeah, you're right. When a good thing ends, but I'm ready for the next. Like for it's, sure, it's, it's infinite qual- infinite possibilities.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I have some fucking good songs that are sad that, would, that I'll they'll just never release because it's just not I on all brand. Day. Yeah, and just not on brand for me. But like, I have these songs, and like one day, if I'm in a session with like Ed Sheeran or like I like that. Lil Roy or like Bieber, which like. It's possible like I know people that have been in rooms with them and so if I'm ever in a room with like someone that makes sad music like I can bring that out and be like oh I made this ten years ago or like five years ago whatever it is so it's like I still will like cherish those like sad songs I won't just like toss them out they'll stay in like my Scooby snack folder but for the it's most like part a subfolder exactly sad, sad songs yeah Scooby sad songs Scooby sads <laughs> But yeah, I feel like for the most part, when I'm in like a good place, that's where I feel like I get the best music. Cause I like, when I'm like in a good fucking place and I'm creating, I'm like jumping around my room, like, holy fucking shit. Like I just made this, like, like, like building it out. And like, I do like a little move and like maybe like a little drum fill and I'm like running around my room, just like fucking dancing. I've like, I sometimes like take videos of me, like just dancing in my room, like, Loving what I'm making Because <coughs> Man if
0: I had any musical that's a talent a good feeling though. If I had any musical talent I think I'd be like him Yeah It's a, like, it's a good feeling this Banger It's like What'd you do different from yesterday I added this one drum in man. Yeah I'm Fucking See up. but
2: that's the thing And I, that's how I know you Like you'd be, be Exactly like that Because if it's it's so like It's zero. so Like you geek out Over the smallest Fucking shit And like when, I, I live in LA With Two other Music producers So like We're always like geeking out over like small little shit that we've done and like at the end of the day we'll like sit and like show each other what we make and always getting feedback from each other which is i think really a really good environment to be in and i think being in that environment has like drastically improved my music abilities
1: when did you move out to la
2: September of last year so it's coming up on about a year now. Do you
1: see a big difference like are you happy you made the decision to move out there for like for sure it's
2: it's to this day like I think the best decision I've ever made personally and business-wise like tied together because from a business standpoint like LA is like where everything's happening especially in electronic music and there's so many events so many people I've met so many people collaborated with so many people and also just personally like it fits my lifestyle really well. Like it's very laid back. It's very chill. And I've, I, I think I'm like really, I got really lucky with like the location, the the people that I'm living with. Cause I've got, I got all my, like my whole routine around me. Like I'm like five minutes from an Erewhon. I'm, Two minutes the away from The best Rome. place Yeah ever. it's the best place on fucking that's earth That's the grocery
1: it's, store I told you about It's literally So where are you in LA?
2: I'm like West Hollywood Like near the Grove
1: Okay yeah I just stayed right by there In May When I was just Is there Is that yeah. what I was near? Um, I was with No the you were like theater? in Hollywood You were like North Hollywood yeah.
2: The Chinese theater? Yeah that's what yeah. I was Last when I, was there. I was So that's like right more north was
0: For friends? me I when I was there.
1: That's the air one I went to Three times fucking $30 My sister needed shakes. $30 smoothies That were awful
2: Dude, the airwan like, is a cheat code. It's just so fucking good.
1: But you walk in, and it's, like, everything's perfect. So I yeah. was just in the Hamptons, and there's, like, the airwan of the Hamptons, like, New York, called Cinderella. Yeah. Not as good as, like, airwan Not even close. Yeah. But it's pretty high up there. And we actually, like, spend an hour in the grocery store, like, yeah. just walking around. Because they
2: just have, like, so many fucking cool little snacks. And I'm a big snacker, and I, I love... They've got, like, just everything's healthy. And, like, I think experiencing air has made me be like okay i want to get to the point in my career where i can go to Erwan every single day and it doesn't even make a dent like it doesn't even matter even right now it. those are good goals you right n- right now i go and it's like i have to really think about like okay i'm gonna sa- i'm not gonna like go out this weekend like i'm gonna save some money i'm not gonna eat out i'm gonna like save some money so i have i can go to air twice this week like it's like i really have to what think about wrong it with you and like i grocery shop- i, drink, I right. don't I grocery drink. shop at air one like i grocery shop at sprouts which is a lot cheaper yeah. i'll only go to air one for like little snack runs like my my favorite part of my day is i'll i'll go and i'll get some sun in the park and before this i get some before i go to the park i'll stop at air one and i'll get like a little thing of mango chunks and a coconut water and like maybe like a protein bar or, like something else like i'll maybe like if i'm feeling scandalous i'll get like a little like a little smoothie or a little smoothie bowl or like something like if i'm feeling good And I'll go to the park and I'll sit there for an hour and I'll like write. And I'll just like read and I'll write. That's my favorite part of my day. But I have to like really think about, okay, like how many times can I afford to do this this week? And that's like, I want to get to the point in my career where I can like go every day and grocery shop there. And it doesn't even make a fucking dent Like well, I want to Like that's my fucking career, goal
0: right? No you know what I actually follow these Like, like Do you want to win a Grammy And and, and No and be able TV? to shop on Air One. I want to be able to shop I want to be able to shop Not only shop I want to grocery shop too Yeah no, And but like, like be
1: really really expensive Yeah So I follow these private chefs uh, In LA So they're going grocery shopping For their clients They're getting everything Like you're not You're not gonna get a $30 bottle of water It's water But you're gonna get it Because your clients can pay for it or they'll make an $1,000 pizza because it's just how expensive everything is at Erwan. Literally. But there's no question about it. They're just getting it because the best of the best. Do you have to yeah. sprinkle this little hemp seeds or whatever on it? No, not really. But it's going to cost $50 at Erwan and you're yeah. going to get it because it's health. That is a great goal. So that's where me and
0: you <laughs> differ. Yeah. <laughs> I, I grocery shop at like whatever the budget grocery store is like near me. If I even grocery shop. Like I'm, that's one thing I don't care about. Like, I'm like, I'm such a health freak. Like, the best example is today. I went to Popeye's to get supplements. As soon as you pushed the episode, I was like, perfect. I'm going to go downtown. I'm going to stop off and drop my shit off. Go for a walk to the the local supplement store. Get some supplements and come back. And they always say the same thing. What are you looking for when you come in? I buy the same two things every time. I buy a thermogenic, which is like a fat burner. And then uh, a pre-workout. Those are like my go-tos, my staples. Um, just because one, I enjoy For anybody listening A thermogenic is great First thing in the morning On your drive to work cause it guarantees You drink 500 milliliters of water Before the first Like hour of your day mm-hmm. So if anyone wants A little code On how to stay fit Boom that's one for free And then I walk in I'm like You have any recommendations Good And then I always do it Every time I'm like What do you got That's like another Random item mm-hmm. Today I spent $100 On a multivitamin Like what the, And I'm still thinking about it Like $100 And I looked at the guy I was like You sure man He's like Man trust me I was like and he wasn't more jacked than I. Was. I also
1: feel like you were testing him. Like I felt like I was. You're like, okay, so what are your top three? Go, go, go! And I was well, like, hey, I was this is like a test. I'd be shitting I, my I've pants. Done, I, like I'm
0: a big supplement guy. I buy a lot of fucking supplements, so I know what's good and I know what's not good. And then he told me this hundred dollar multivitamin. I was just like, man, for a guy to be going out of his way recommending this, it's either they're getting paid good money to promote this, or it's gotta be a good, a good one. And he genuinely seemed like it was a good one. He's like, I take it. I take it kind of makes
2: sense though. like AG One is like a multivitamin, yeah. probiotic, symbiotic, all in one. And that's like 110 bucks a month.
0: And do you know what it got me when he said that? It's got that one... I don't even know what it was. Ashwagandha. No, it wasn't ashwagandha. It was the other one. Because Ashwagandha's cheap. Ooh. It had that other one that was $80 for the little pills. Ooh. And he's like, this it's, has it's 50% of it. And I was like, fuck it. All right. We're like, whatever.
2: But like, nothing's better than fucking feeling good and like being healthy. Do
0: you know what said, like, so As soon as we left, I told her this. I don't mind money spending money on supplements because yeah. every time I go to the gym now, I feel like I have to work out harder because I'm spending more money to do this. Yeah. It's like when you go to Barry's
2: boot camp. Well, I was literally there today. There you go. Are you going to have that's a bad why workout I did. That's at why, Barry's? That's why I pushed the is class. You pushed yeah.
0: Are you going to have a bad workout at Barry's when you're paying $35 plus parking to work? It's a $50 workout. Yeah. If I'm paying $50 to work out, you bet your fucking sweet ass. Why is it I'm it so bringing expensive. 110%. It's so ridiculous. I used to have a personal trainer. You know, I don't need one. I used to have a personal trainer Just cause in the winter months It's easy to fall off the wagon in the winter And yeah. I go a lot of Leafs and Raptor games too So it's easy yeah. to just Come to my condo Do a quick 40 minute workout And then go to the game Yeah So I, I paid It was like 100 bucks Or 80 bucks a session And I think it's the For someone like me Who, who I'm like I'm I'm not as good as a personal trainer But I'm, I'm You know I've been doing this long enough Where it's like Yeah I'm probably as good as some of the beginner personal trainers Right I'm like I'm paying $80 Cash Post tax money like that's fucking like one hundred and fifty dollars pre tax money each mm. each session, and I'm thinking I'm like I'm paying that each time I work out. That's fuck plus my supplements, plus I still have my gym memberships too that I'm like yeah. wasting because I'm not, I'm going to special gym just for this one guy. But I'm like I know when I get there I don't fucking half ass it at all. I don't skip it because yeah. if you cancel within twenty four hours like you don't you only get half your money back. Yeah. So I used to fucking bring it and give a hundred ten percent because I knew I was paying that much money and that one workout a week was always my best workout because you're paying for it.
2: Exactly. But that's why like getting to a point in your career where you can yeah. buy all that shit and it doesn't matter. You can pay that personal trainer eighty bucks a session. You can go to Erewhon, buy the nicest food, you can get all the nicest supplements so you fucking feel good.
0: Yeah, that's true. Just wait. We have to go to LA. But then, well now we have a friend too when we go.
2: And we can go to Erewhon. So I, I yeah. went to well we every day we know
0: each other. But I uh, I went to LA alone back in March. So I was going to Vegas for work. And I hadn't been to LA in probably like three or four years, and I like I genuinely like LA. Do I love it like I love Europe? No. Do I love it like I love you know California? Like I love like Miami or Florida? No. But I was like I haven't been in a few years. Let me go. The Raptors were playing the uh, the Raptors were playing the Lakers. So I'm like yeah, okay, that's a good thing. Plus, uh, which DJ or something? else was
1: you were supposed to have a pickleball tournament. That got oh, it was
0: supposed to be a pickleball tournament. Mm-hmm. So I went. My pickleball tournament got canceled. So I went to see the Raptors play and I went to see Robin Schultz at uh, the Academy that's, that's a sick the, venue do you know what I fucking hated it really I fucking hated it and I told this pod, I told this uh, I told this on the podcast once I didn't use it, Robin Schultz's name but I already said it now so I'm gonna say it uh, I didn't think he was good at all and I love Robin Schultz one of my favorite DJs producers whatever like his mm. music I love it's like feel good tropical house yeah I went there and he, started, he was playing like hardcore like techno like dark stuff yeah I'm like I was there for an hour and a half and like, I didn't sing a fucking single song I'm like I was expecting to sing and be like all happy like tropically dancing and I was by Mm -hmm. myself too. Yeah, I had a miserable time so I left it and then I went back to some like random speakeasy in West Hollywood. Saw Miguel there. Remember I told you this? Mm -hmm. That's a full circle moment. Have you ever been to
2: Barney's in West Hollywood?
0: Uh, Did I go to Barney's?
2: No. Best place on earth.
0: She knows everywhere I went because I was just like I was there by myself and she loves LA. So I mean, here's where I'm going tonight Here's where I'm going I
1: like texting him like list. I'm like yeah. hey Do yeah. this at this time This at that time
0: Do you know what I do like About LA though It's like Just you're So many more people Are outside at all times yeah. like In Toronto or New York No one winter,
1: walks anywhere No but I
0: said People are outside
1: Okay
2: Bro LA is a sitcom People are always it outside Like so fucking funny Anytime you looked
0: outside There's always people there You look at Toronto Or New York In the winter I feel like it's Kind of dead outside
1: Oh Yeah well The weather is also yeah. A big thing But I'm just like New York no New York's always busy I feel Even like in the like, winter like, yeah, I okay. can be walking the streets in New York, and it's, like, that's always fair. busy. Yeah, okay, LA is fair. just, like, I find it the most interesting thing because, like, in West Hollywood, I, like, usually stay there. You walk outside. No one's walking anywhere. You get in a car. You get in an Uber, and you're driving somewhere. Then people are yeah. outside. Yeah. Whereas I'm, like, okay, it's literally a five-minute walk. I can walk this. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and people know I'm a tourist because no one else around me is walking.
2: That's why I can't, like, live in LA. Like, I don't think I, – I love living there now. Like, it's good for right now, but I don't think I'll ever, like, start a family there like it's way too spread out for me. It's too dirty. It's unsafe at times.
1: Well, so I also noticed from like where I was staying to the Grove, it was like a 30 minute. It was like a 20 minute walk, I would say. Yeah. Cuz I was near Beverly Center.
2: Yeah. But that's like a sliver. Like you're like but not even get like <laughs> I'm
1: walking like two blocks, feel safe, feel great. Yeah. Like three blocks and I'm like and the homeless Exactly like Because one right block
2: too, You walk one block one way And it's completely different It's
1: just completely different And then Now I'm at The Grove And I feel completely safe again Yeah And then like I know the area And everything's great Yeah And it's just like It's just very I don't know And I felt it I felt yeah, it more this time Fairfax, Than in the past. Like
2: Fairfax and Beverly's Like super sketch But then you walk Two streets east And then you're And you're flying. like At their one Yeah And like it's a very Like Jewish community Like everyone's like Walking around families Like it's
1: it's just like very great, great, bad, great, great. Yeah. It's just, and it's just everything's so spread out.
0: So let me ask you, what do you think your living situation will be like in five years?
2: So I think like the goal, like I, I want to live in like Santa Barbara or like San Diego or like potentially Miami. I think, I Wait, think we do live there full San time? Diego,
1: Miami, very different vibes.
2: I know. Well, I think like Miami is just like, I, th- I feel like smaller, a smaller LA.
0: It's different, right? You gotta remember, L.A., uh, Miami is very predominantly like Spanish.
2: Yeah, and I want to learn Spanish.
0: Okay, that's my also
2: one of my lifetime goals is to learn Spanish. Okay.
1: Do you know any other languages? No, I fucking wish it'd be the easiest one to learn. Yeah. I like learned it in university for fun. Yeah. And like, if I kept it, you also speak French, but I speak French, so it was a lot easier, like easier for me to learn that. Right. But like once you... I feel like when you're in the States, everyone speaks Spanish no matter where you are. So that's actually something good to know probably. Spanish
0: is like if you're gonna... I don't know. Unless you're of Asian or Indian descent, I feel like your kids should learn Spanish. Like French, ew. No offense. What other languages do they... What other countries do they speak French in?
1: France. Okay. And? All the islands. Canada.
0: Canada. What else?
1: The islands. Switzerland. All the French islands in the Caribbean. They all speak French. Okay, but what's Africa.
2: yeah, a lot of people speak French. So, America. South America, Lebanon, Lebanon speaks Lebanese.
1: They speak French too.
0: Okay, but their second language. You the most Spanish in North America is I think what the third most spoken language. I don't know languages that well.
1: Okay, well, it's like the states. And
0: then you got to remember South America Spanish, Caribbean Spanish. So.
1: I'm gonna look this up, but. I had a question for you because we were talking about goals before and we talked about Erwan, but I actually want to talk about like a real goal. Who would you like to collaborate with?
2: In my life? Yeah. You're yeah. killing them today. These are good ones. Like all-time life? Like
1: who is like your dream person to collaborate with? Alive or dead? Do one alive, one dead if you need. Whatever Honestly,
2: you want. Justin Bieber.
1: That's a great That's answer. A <laughs> because
2: I think like my production with his like voice and just like his vibe and like... Jay Biebs. Yeah i think we would make a fucking banger and i either. also like that like 2016 era of dance music where like major laser and like dj snake were like super popping and, like and fucking bieber did a lot of edm clubs and then a lot of his like on that album i think justice was like fucking produced by diplo and 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 skrillex and like I just think like yeah, he's got a f- the sickest voice. What, ever. what was
0: the song Jack You, uh, The song by Jacky, which was Diplo and Skrillex that G- uh, B. Rose
2: on. Where are you now? Where are you now? Yeah, like that's a, and that's that's fucking a perfect banger. example of like a song I wish I made. There's like there's like a play. I have a playlist of songs that like I wish <laughs> everyone's fu- missing. Like, I wish song. I made that song.
0: Okay, what's okay? Was, sorry, before before you answer the, the person who's dead that you would want to collaborate. What are the f- well, give us three other songs that's on that playlist of
2: songs you wish you created. Better not by Lose the Child. That was the, that was okay. the, probably the first song that was really? on that list, but I don't like that kind of music anymore. I okay. think Future Bass like had its moment and like Okay. It's an interesting one. It's crazy. I think Future Bass is like so cringe now. And like I, I get why people didn't like it when I like because that's how I started. I started making Future Bass.
0: Okay. What uh, are two uh, two other songs now?
2: Um Summer by Calvin Harris.
1: Banger. Okay, great song. Banger.
2: And probably Oh, there's this uh Chromio remix, Greenlight. Have you ever heard the Chromio Greenlight remix by like Lord Greenlight Chromio remix? It's the greatest fucking I tune of have all to time. to it after. Danny, over to you actually on the same question. What are three songs you wish you would create if you were a
0: musician?
1: Mom, I can't. I have no musical talent. So, who cares.
0: What are three songs you wish you created?
1: I treat you better Rufus
2: Banger. Oof Banger
1: I literally am at a loss Silence It's honestly
2: so funny though Because if I was not A Rufus fan And I went to A Rufus concert I would think that The whole fucking concert Was one song
1: So we had two friends That came with us And uh, <laughs> Like They were like I'm listening to the same song Over and over But like i, I feel like revenge. that's
2: what everyone it's like thinks the same, the same like oh any kygo
0: song see mine would be Obsessed. levels. if i could create one song i would create levels by, by vg because that song i feel like really a catapulted edm and like oh, the whole sure. era of like edm music yeah or you know like another one or i'd go like a classic like something that never oh. gets old like don't Stop Believing by Journey or something wild like that. You know, something that still slaps 40 years later. Like, like, I Will Survive, Gloria Gaynor. Something like that. Mm. You know, something just wild. But no, levels of each would be mine. That's a good one. Yeah, I just feel like that'd be a cool one to make. Uh, back to you. The artist that you'd want to collaborate who's no longer with us.
1: If there is even one. Uh,
2: Well, I mean, does Pink Floyd count? Because like, the, like, members are still with us, but, like, they are not, like, releasing yeah, music that, anymore. You know that's what? A good answer, that's yeah. That's actually a good, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: how you interpreted the question, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if it would be, like, a Distant Matter collab, but I just, like, would love to be in the Wait, studio. do you have an alter ego? Uh, I want to have, like, multiple oh, alter cool. al- That's, like, another, like, thing that I want to do other than just, like, right. Distant Matter. Like, I want to build up Distant Matter as, like, my main sort of, like, alias, like, a Diplo. And then have like a major laser, have a jack you, have different like aliases under that.
0: I've I've always said this, and I don't love
2: watching Diplo perform a lot of times because you don't know
0: which Diplo you're gonna get. Right. Because Diplo to me, if you turn on Spotify or Apple Music and you listen to Diplo, yeah, you get main like EDM top 40 Diplo. Yeah. You know, that's what you get on your iTunes or your Spotify like top playlist. Yeah. Sometimes you hear him play, it's just like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm listening to. I'm listening to like crazy major laser like yeah. hard stuff. Then he play, he had a residency in Nashville, didn't he? Where he played like a, he has a country alter ego. Yeah. It's like a country Thomas,
2: Phil, like whatever. Thomas yeah, Wesley yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So it's just like
0: you really don't even know what you're going to get sometimes. Because again, I've heard him so many times and every single time he sounds very different.
2: I know yeah I mean it's my like you, When you're that big like, yeah. dude, I
0: don't think he gives a fuck What I think but, No And he's also, and also when
2: you've been around For that long And you have multiple aliases Like that Like it just doesn't matter And he just does what he wants yeah, well, my Which dude, like Fucking Diplo <laughs> Yeah
0: That's That's it um, What's your dream venue to play That's what I was gonna ask These are, these are the good ones at the I end. think
2: like Me and literally Every single Other Producer Is like Red Rocks
0: Answer, that's man. our favorite answer That's the correct answer But
2: Like no, correct, Coachella no. would be sick too I mean I don't know If that's like a venue That's, that's more like wrong. What that's festival That's a festival But, that's still, but like it's, doesn't matter it's still a venue yeah, yeah. I'm it's, like I'm gonna play Red Rocks one day Like that's happening
0: We will come We will be there Danny we should make it a, a fucking thing Any guest who comes on The podcast That plays Red Rocks We have to go see Twist my arm I feel like this could get expensive In a couple of years though That's okay i mean like if it's like one concert have you been to red rocks
2: no Uh. and honestly like i have this like deal with myself that i'm not gonna go until i'm performing there that's and same with coachella i'm not going to coachella until i perform there
0: okay those are
1: like pretty good goals like
2: because i want my first time to be there like me performing i get like the full fucking experience See, being a fan time, and a performer. Yeah, but, but imagine
1: being a fan at that venue and then actually going to perform at that venue. Yeah, it's like holy like, shit, I, I was know. like it's you know, like, like th- there's two, two sides to it because I can yeah. see yours how cool it would be like, to yeah. just go and be like I'm here. This is where like I've always wanted to be. But then there's also that other side yeah. where it's like we went to Red Rocks last year and like could you imagine 5 years from now you become like <laughs> so just laughing But like imagine Like you were ever on that side How cool it'd be Like it's like a Full circle moment
0: yeah. Well it's like Think about Veld But think about it On a way bigger scale for you Yeah Like how crazy would that Be like You saw what Joe and Andrew posted The first time they I think they went to Veld Yeah And then they played One of the side stages In yeah. front of like 200 people Yeah Then you know A couple of years ago They were playing Secondary stage Or I think they played Like a, a daytime slot and Yeah you know, This You know Two weeks ago They were the sub headliners Right before fucking Tiesto Mm. Playing a sunset set, basically. You know, like, Crazy. Why? Oh, well,
1: I just like, think the, one of the biggest things, like Fred again. But Fred again's yeah. also an anomaly. No.
0: Like, nobody blows up overnight like Fred again. <laughs> but like,
2: what he's also, like, he one. also, like, has been around for, like, years no, before the fred again project. Yeah. He's produced for, like, Ed yeah. Sheeran, multiple other people. And, like, he's just also, He's been also, around, like,
1: but I'm saying him himself performing last December, November here at History. And then f- oh, yeah. three months later... Frank Ocean's off. He's on as the
0: headliner. Yeah, and fucking crushed it.
1: And like literally, it was like apparently unbelievable.
2: Yeah, he's honestly, wouldn't, I wouldn't though. be surprised if like next time he comes to Toronto, he like sells out Scotiabank.
0: Maybe not Scotia, but Bud Stage. Or like. But Echo honestly,
2: Beach. they gotta stop fucking doing DJs at Bud Stage. It's Agreed. so bad for DJs because you can't hear the bass. But the you can't promise. hear the drums. Singers are good at Bud because it's like. A voice so, can cut through a guitar, and it's like a guitar. Yeah, where,
0: and like, so let me ask you this. In the city of Toronto, where else do DJs? A DJ of that size, where else do they play?
2: Like, dude, history's fucking it, bro. It's H- history, sick. History's yeah. It's so history's sick.
0: What, 7,000 people, 6,000? Like, no, 1,500,
1: 2,000. No, it's
2: bigger than that. No, 1, I, think, I think it's, it's at like 2, four. I, 2, think it's, I think it's 2,500. It's more than that. I
0: don't know. But it's like I think it's
2: 2,500.
1: I think it's 2,500. 2,500. Okay. Yeah.
0: 2,500.
2: And you're correct. But like. So where do you go after that? I don't know. Maybe you just do like three nights at history. Like, I did two nights back to back at history, both sold out.
0: It's tough because, again.
2: DJs, I don't know. I, I think almost, Fred again could do DJs, Scotia.
0: DJs are better off on, on Thursdays to Sundays. We all know that. Yeah. You know what for I mean? Sure. Like, you don't want. you. We would go, but you don't want to go see Fred again on a fucking Tuesday. No. You want to go on a Thursday to Sunday kind of thing. And if you're only doing Thursdays to Sundays, you're playing back to back those like maybe a place like Danforth Music Hall. Actually, no, because Danforth less. is less. It's, less. it's like right. fifteen hundred. Yeah. Massey Hall is less too. So what? What else? Where do you go? Where's that gap between?
2: Yeah. Oh, is well, it? But, is it Echo but, Beach? Like, but, is it Woodbine
0: Park? Like no, Rufus the yeah. Echo Beach
2: year? is also well. Echo Beach, I think, is a little bit smaller than. Yeah, so than I think Bud. it's only
0: five four
2: thousand. But like even Echo Beach, like, isn't that sick of it? I'd rather
0: anymore. I'd rather see someone at Bud Stage than Echo Beach. Yeah. So what do you, what, what's the next
2: thing? I don't know. There answer. needs to be like a fucking new venue that's and also, like in that in But I also ground.
0: hate Skydome and Scotiabank for DJs. I think any any spot that I got, like it's tough to say. It's just impossible because I remember seeing Swedish House Mafia at Rogers Center or Skydome.
2: So they were and at the, they big? were Skydome. I thought they always thought they were at Scotia. Yeah, they were
1: at Scotiabank.
2: They were at, at Skydome no, in, in grade 2012.
1: 11. Yeah, grade And 11. so was Avicii no, was in, that
2: in, in like really? 2013.
0: I'm 100% sure. I'll bet that. Kygo did Scotiabank Arena. That was amazing. Yeah. And that worked for him because Kygo's not DJ DJ, you know? Yeah. Like he still pl- he plays the piano and, like, he's yeah. got Yeah, yeah, yeah. His live sets set And he's done a great job of transitioning from just a producer to, like, an actual, you know, show. Like, Chase Walker's yeah. did a good job of that exactly. as well. Exactly, yeah. Chase we're producers, DJs, and then yeah. whatever. Drew learned how to sing or took vocal lessons, whatever. For now sure. Now he sings, and it yeah. it adds that next element. Fred again is is not really a DJ. He's a pro- he's a performer. Whatever you call the little yeah. that little he thing. Yeah, he's does. a musician. Yeah, and he has and he's the like DJ a DJ with him.
2: He's like a live right? electronic musician. Roger
0: Yeah, it was Roger Center. I remember a whole group of us went. I went. We were all crazy fucked up. But yeah. Um yeah I know Coachella I guess I still think you should still go see Coachella because it would be one of those things where it could also motivate you
2: listen unless you have all the my so my roommates they go by the name Lizewo they're so I live with the two producers then they have like a girl singer I think like they're gonna play Coachella in the next like couple years like I'm very confident in it and like I'm like really trying to manifest that for them too like I really believe in them If they go and play Coachella, I can't not go because those are like my best friends in the whole world.
0: What's their name? That.
2: What? What's their name? Lizawo. Lizawo?
0: How do you spell that?
2: L-A-S-Z-E-W-O. And like nobody knows how to pronounce it just by looking at it. But it's my favorite thing is that they like play into that. And like their whole like thing is like, we don't know how to pronounce it either, which I think is genius.
0: What kind of music do they make?
2: They're like indie electronic. Some of the most talented people I've, like a I've ever met. Like Disclosure, Rufus. Kind of. They're kind of like. It's tough. Like they're honestly like in their own lane. Like I I think they're gonna be like, the type of thing where you're like, oh like, a Rufus, a Lizewo, like they're in their yeah. own kind of like realm. Well, like what Rufus is that?
0: Yeah. Like, what? what do, how do you? But, describe that's, but Rufus that's, music? that's what
2: I'm saying. I think Lizewo is in that old in the in that realm where like yeah. one day you're gonna be like oh like is it like a lazavo ask or like a fred again ask like i i genuinely like believe in them so so much that they're gonna be that's a nice plug yeah but yeah, really um is. but yeah they're like i would say a mix between like Oh, I can I it's their their music's really unique. Just gonna have, they, have to they, wait when, like,
0: like yeah. wait just go and listen. We'll get them on the pod next yeah. time. Cuz they have a trip. they have
2: a female vocalist. So it's like it changes everything. Like it's like Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. You can't. They're like MGMT meets like Evan Gia with like uh.
0: is good too. What's your sorry, it's a little off track. What's your favorite song right now?
2: <laughs> right now, I'm Dabby I'm listening though. to a lot of like folk music right now noah khan no like oh. nick mulvey like john Vincent the third yeah. my favorite song at the moment's like fever to the form by nick mulvey it's a really fucking good song i'm like really turned off by dance music right now i'm like in like a phase where i'm like only listening to sad shit and not really making music right, right, now. right now yeah <laughs> not really making music right now i'm like in that sort of like end of summer blues where like I have like the next three releases planned out and finished and like ah, there's so not, not fun, there's yeah. not there's not that like pressure right now to like create new music and I have a lot of shows coming up so I'm like prepping for that okay so let's it's like it weird it's us like get a into weird this because yeah uh, near uh, near when's
1: the new music coming what's on the horizon any new shows
2: so I have a song coming out this Friday called flow I made it like a year ago or over a year ago and it has gone through many different versions and iterations and I've finally landed on one that I'm really happy with and I think is very current to like where I'm at right now. Um, I think it's like a very like emotional like drop where like it's not like sad but like you feel that like emotion in like a bittersweet kind of way but it's like energetic and happy and like you can definitely dance to it. And after that, I have a couple other singles that are going to drop, like, end of November and, like, one in, like, October. So, that, like, that's, like, in terms of, like, what I'm releasing. And then I'm going on tour with Lizewo oh. in October, from October to, like, November-ish. But
0: you also have some other shows coming up recently. Yeah, so I'm, I Montreal. yeah.
2: I have Montreal at the end of the month that's like a headline show and then i'm playing. wait where in montreal it's at this venue called olympia it's like a 2500 person cap oh wow Oh
0: wow! Big. um
2: and then i have a show in ottawa on the 15th on the 14th of september and then i'm, pl- I'm potentially playing in vancouver on the 2nd of september so he's got, got some wow. friends in
0: montreal maybe she'll come watch you
1: yeah, yeah. if i'm there
2: and um yeah so i've just got, got like a lot and like yeah prepping for like the tour is going to be a lot of work but it's gonna be a lot of fun um well, it's gonna
0: be fun touring with your best friends
2: yeah i mean there's uh, there's nothing and roommates there's nothing like better like than like you can't really dream of a better situation like you're literally in a sprinter van for like 21 days with your best friends in the whole world listening to good music playing shows eating good food like just shooting the shit Making memories Like I'm what, what are some of the highlights
0: Of the tour Like spots
2: uh, So I think I'm joining them Starting in New York Then we have two nights In Toronto Then Chicago Oh what are the Toronto shows October 26th and 27th I think. Where Or 25th and 26th uh, The first one's at Drake Underground the Second one's at Longboat Hall
0: Okay sweet We'll definitely come Oh cool The 25th is a Thursday Longboat Hall That's,
2: right? yeah. that's a great hall. 26th one is sold out already The 25th one Just Got, like we just launched that date okay, like a cool. couple of days ago.
0: I'll definitely the twenty fifth. I'm here. The twenty sixth. I'm gone. the twenty fifth. I'm here. We'll come. Yeah. I'm here. And
2: we'll then yeah, and then we're going to we'll Texas. Go and then like we're playing like Austin, Dallas. I think. Unreal. It's yeah, yeah. It's gonna be.
0: How many shows are you part of the tour for?
2: I don't know the exact number, but I'd, like maybe like ten. Oh, unreal. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's good man. That's a success.
0: You have a handful. You have. You have a busy next couple
1: months.
2: Yeah. And so, like, I'm not, like, I, I want to honestly get back into, like, making new music because there's so much going on in my life that, like, I feel like I need to, like, get out. But I'm in this, like, stuck phase. Like, and it's cyclical. Like, it's... It, make those Scooby snacks then. I know. It's, like, it happens every once in a while where you're, like, you have all this, like, th- all, all this shit going on. You're coming off a high and, like, you're in now, like, a regrouping phase and catch... Like, I need to catch my breath, you know, for a little bit because it's just been go, go, go for the last couple months
1: are you heading back to la before you on tour, or yeah or i so, guess before your next shows yeah
2: so i'm gonna head back to la on at the end of the month and then i'm gonna like regroup prep for this for the for the tour and then yeah i should be in, in la probably like most of october end of like halfway through september and then most of october
0: well, I, this is a random one And we're, we're kind of nearing end, So this will be the last one Unless Danny's got anything pressing um, So now you've got the music made And you've got the next couple of months Of just releasing Yeah Do you enjoy the post-release Press promotion part of the industry Slash business Because we've had so many artists That fucking hate it And mm-hmm. they're just like I just want to make music I don't want to promote it I don't want yeah. to do all these other things I don't want to make TikToks I don't want to make reels i don't want to do any of that i just want yeah. to make music and play my shows and that's it what are your thoughts on like the promotion side of it because again you got you've got to promote that's it's, it is Some kind love of it. your Some secondary job yeah. yeah
2: i honestly love making content but i don't love the idea of like making three fucking tiktoks a day like i i want to try to get there and i want to try to get on that level but like i'm a big believer that like you can't really force yourself self to do something because it'll show like if i'm like forcing my like fucking soul to like make three tiktoks in one day and like I my like my my love isn't there and you can't like feel that it's gonna come out in the video maybe it'll go viral or whatever but like i want to like just put out good quality shit consistently and i love doing that and it's it's fun to make content so yeah i guess i would say i do like making content and i love like the post-release like promotion but i don't like the like just like fucking making shit well, it's like forced upon you yeah yeah And I, I and it. i also think in this day and age it's like it's really like i'm so fucking turned off of like just like the classic like in my car like just made this new song like my label won't let me release this like i get it it's like that's when that first that idea first started it was fucking sick but now like that every single artist on tiktok that's like done that it's just like so like robotic and we're all just like slaves to this algorithm like populating tiktok like i think the real fucking beauty of like posting and promoting is like just being authentic and like letting things like just grow organically over time because like yeah maybe i could go viral right now if i'm like posting three times a day but like am I going viral for the right reasons? Like, am I going viral for like who I want to be known for? Or am I just like letting the game play me? And am I just a slave to the algorithm? Whereas like, if I'm posting consistently, releasing music consistently over the years in the long run, like I'm going to find my tribe and I'm building my tribe and my, and my fan base, like one by one as, as the years go by. So I think it's like the name of the game is just like be consistent and like be authentic. And like authentic is like the new, Viral, I guess you could say, and it'll never, it'll never be old. Never, not being authentic. will never get old because everyone has their own story and their like own unique look on life. So it's like, as long as you're staying consistent, it'll always be like original. That and, was, and, and, sorry. As long as you're staying authentic, it'll always be original.
0: <laughs> that was very well said. Thank you. Very well said. We've had, uh, and again, we, we do a lot of musicians and the idea of going viral is on every labels and every artist mine how do I go viral how do I get the next big song how do I become the next Olivia Rodrigo or whoever and very rarely do you say someone you know hey I might pass on the viral moment because I'm going to slowly build my team my team's going to slowly build a fall and day by day we'll get a little bit bigger a little bit bigger a little yeah. bit bigger yeah. and by the end of it I'll have people who know me and actually care about me and the music exactly. and I make, not just the the, the old fashioned way
2: yeah you, well, you know? can
1: tell when people are not genuine. Like I, like I see some artists on TikTok, and I can see okay, all yeah. your posts going. And like I know you don't like this, and yeah. I know you look uncomfortable because that's not how you are in person. One hundred percent. You think who I'm thinking? I think so. But, anyways, I. But think that's
2: yeah. I mean, that's like what's sad about the music industry nowadays. It's like people are just losing their individual individualism. Yeah. And like they're just that. We can talk them. about that for a
0: whole yeah. another <laughs> episode um i guess we'll wrap it up there yeah alex if people want to find out more about you what you're doing where can they go how can they find you
2: just distant matter on everything
0: any underscores or dots no that's nice
2: yeah i mean i think my tiktok's like distant matter music but i think if you just look up distant matter there's i'm like one of the only ones because like it's a not a very replicated name i feel
0: Good man. I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah. This was I'm fun. glad our bromance finally took us here. Yeah. This is just man, he's the type of guy like when I go to LA I'll hit him up. I'm like yo, I'm in town, let's catch a Raptors game. Yeah. Or let's do this. And like I'll I'm sure I'll see you before you go back to LA. Like we'll have another night out at Paris, Texas. For sure. Something because <laughs> and the good thing is you don't know Danny, but Danny shakes it just like I do. Like Danny's oh my God. like a female version of no, me. No,
2: I can tell. Yeah, Danny's a female version of me. I love that.
0: Maybe a little too much. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm that. kidding. Um Thanks for listening. <laughs> like, no, if you made it to the end, thank you. We appreciate you. Give Alex a follow, give Danny a follow, and follow the pals. shows with your friends. And other than that, signing off, pals. Cheers. You
2: like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every eye. I got a load.
0: No one thing you're alright. I'm not.